Welcome to Getting Healthcare Right, a bi-monthly podcast about the business of healthcare. Brought to you by TriHealth and hosted by Jamie Smith, president and publisher of the Cincinnati Business Courier. In this podcast series, we explore changes being made by some healthcare systems to provide care differently and in a way that benefits patients, employers, and entire communities all while costing less than traditional healthcare delivery. It's about getting healthcare right. Hello, I'm Jamie Smith, publisher of The Business Courier, and I want to welcome you to today's episode of Getting Healthcare Right, a podcast presented by The Cincinnati Business Courier and sponsored by TriHealth. Today, my guests are TriHealth cardiologist, Dr. Stephen Lewis, and TriHealth patient, Drew Abbott. I want to thank you both for being here today. February is American Heart Month, and patient Drew Abbott will share his experiences with high blood pressure and hypertension. He's had ongoing issues trying to get his high blood pressure under control, and we'll hear more about that story today. To start with, tell us a bit about your battle with blood pressure and hypertension. So my blood pressure has been an issue for me for more than 20 years. In my 30s, I began to see spikes in my blood pressure, but it was relatively easily controlled with medication by my primary care physician. I'm a big guy, that is to say I'm overweight. And last year about this time from just self-monitoring, I really discovered that my blood pressure was regularly spiking to above 160, sometimes high 170s over the high 90s. Um, That put me at a risk for stroke and for problems with my arteries and heart. And so I went to my primary care physician and we started trying to tweak the medications I was on. How and when did you first become concerned about your blood pressure? It's been so long now that that's just been a part of my regular routine, taking the medications that help me control it. I can definitely remember when I became alarmed. I was actually closing a business deal and under a lot of stress and, uh, came home and took my blood pressure and it was over 200. And I said, this is simply not acceptable. And so that's when I went to to my PCP the very next day and and we upped my meds and began to try to work on it. What were the challenges in treating your high blood pressure? So my um, PCP made some changes to my medication, but this did not seem to fix the problem. And I began to, as we raise the medication, I began to have kind of a unexpected rebound or or fluctuation during times of the day, my blood pressure would be under control. And then at times it would not at all. So she referred me to a cardiologist for the first time. And then I began a series of tests. One of them was a stress test where they take you off your medications and you exercise lightly while they do a test. And during that time, my blood pressure got very high. And so we stopped the test and I began then a more intense regimen of medications. And the challenge began that we could control my blood pressure, but I had an undesired side effect. I guess I'm sensitive in some ways to some of these meds. And I began having what the doctors call syncope or what normal people call fainting. And uh, not that you're not normal, Dr. Lewis, Um, but I began to... uh, to pass out. If I would sit at my computer and work, or if I would have a big meal and sit at my table, 
I would just wind up on the floor with my family staring at me, and then I would come to after about 20 or 30 seconds. And I had about 40 of these episodes. So it really impacted my life, obviously, intensely. At the same time, I needed to be able to control my blood pressure. I was then referred to Dr. Lewis as kind of a subspecialty of a cardiologist uh, with some specific expertise in uh, difficult blood pressure issues. And he was able to, one, listen well to me, which was very important. Thank you, Dr. Lewis. And then also in that, we figured out how to tweak the medicine. And it took a long time. It took uh, several months to really get it to where we wanted it to be. But I'm very happy to say that now my blood pressure is at the target rate. And we've done some, I think, maybe unique things with the way that I'm dosing the medicine, but it's working for me. What were those fainting spells like? Could you feel them coming on? No, I did feel them coming on. I call them brownouts because it was just kind of a slow fade. And uh, the most humorous was when actually at a tri-health facility, I had had a test because we were trying to figure out what was causing this, if it was the blood pressure medicine, or it could have been a series of other things. So I was going through all sorts of tests. And in doing so, I was actually having a bit of breakfast at the Good Sam dining room. And I could tell I was fainting and I turned around to someone in scrubs and said, I'm going to faint, but I do this all the time. It's okay. And kind of landed on the floor and this dear nurse kind of caught me. And then I kind of landed, like I said, I'm a big guy. I landed on top of her and drama ensued. Uh, I cleared out the doctor's dining room that morning as everyone was staring me when I woke up. So it was just a very strange thing and kind of happened slowly. I could tell it was coming, but I couldn't prevent it. And I just passed out and then would come to. And how did you connect with Dr. Lewis? What kind of care did he provide for you? So my original cardiologist referred me to Dr. Lewis, who had some expertise specifically in this blood pressure management of folks with difficult issues around controlling their blood pressure. What is your current health prognosis? I'm great. My blood pressure is under control. I'm doing some things to work on my cholesterol. Also looking forward to getting a new knee the next month and then hopefully increasing my physical exercise after that. So things are looking up. That's great to hear, Drew. Okay, Dr. Lewis, I want to welcome you as well. Now switching over to you. How common is it for someone to experience issues such as high blood pressure and hypertension? First of all, thank you to Drew for taking time out of his busy day to uh, talk to us about his experience with hypertension. Hopefully this will be very helpful to the listeners. Hypertension is a very common disorder. Up to 46% of American adults have this condition. To provide some clarity for our audience, what is hypertension and how is it different from high blood pressure? And how common are both of these conditions? In uh, 2017, the American Heart Association got together with the American College of Cardiology and came up with guidelines to help us treat hypertension. They define hypertension as stage one, if it's over 130, over 80. Stage two, if it's over 140, over 90. They call blood pressure in between or borderline, or they use the term elevated blood pressure when the blood pressure is 120 over 80 but below 130 over 90. 
How serious are these conditions and what are the potential consequences? The reason we are so attentive to hypertension, it is a major risk factor for cardiac events as well as brain events such as stroke. It's the number one cause of um, heart attacks and strokes in certain populations. It is a controllable risk factor. There's many ways to address and treat this condition. And so it's something that needs a lot of focus. And when we treat people for their conditions, especially if they're at risk for other reasons for cardiovascular events. Can you talk about the symptoms of these conditions? What would tip someone off that there is a problem? Well, blood pressure by itself can often be asymptomatic. Sometimes people don't notice any symptoms at all. So it can be a silent killer. If it gets to the point where it's causing disruption of the end organ, say the brain or the heart or the kidneys, then the symptoms will start to come out. Sometimes people get headaches when their blood pressure spikes. Some people can experience chest pain, dizzy spells. Some of the other problems people get would be kidney disorders, which can be manifest in a variety of ways from a, a kidney standpoint. Sometimes it affects vision because of the vasculature of the eye. All very important things to uh, follow and track in your patients. What other potentially serious heart conditions should people look out for? When we talk about um, risk factors for heart disease, we're really concerned about a couple things. One of them is atherosclerosis or coronary artery disease or blockages of the coronary arteries that can lead to chest discomfort with minimal type of effort or even worse, heart attack, stroke, or even cardiac arrest. If someone does have a concern about their heart health, what should they do? The first thing the patient should do is discuss their blood pressure with their primary care doctor. If they run into difficulties or they feel they have resistant hypertension and need further help, then we're here to support them in the hypertension clinic. In the hypertension clinic, we will closely monitor not just the office blood pressures, but the home blood pressures. We'll establish a, a management uh, plan with ancillary care, including medical assistants and nurses and advanced practitioners. We will um, help with the medication management, provide patient education through videos and consultations with dietary. We'll refer to uh, specialists as needed, including sleep medicine, bariatric medicine, physical exercise through cardiac rehabilitation, physical therapy, and lifestyle coaches. I understand TriHealth recently opened a hypertension clinic. Can you tell us what that is? So I became concerned about hypertension pretty early in my career as I witnessed a lot of the patients that had heart disease that I was treating were suffering from very difficult to control hypertension or high blood pressure. This resulted in further interest in finding out more root cause. And there are some high blood pressure patients that have hypertension that's unexplained for any particular reason, but there's others that have secondary causes that can be addressed. And it's a lot more complicated than just handing someone a pill and having them go home and all's done and there's no more to it. It's actually a lot more complicated than that. Blood pressure can go up and down on a daily basis, a weekly basis. It can be great for a month and then horrible for a month. It can put people at risk at a variety of times. 
And so it's really more of a whole lifestyle type concept that both the doctor and the patient need to understand to treat, to lower the risk involved. What kind of patients are you seeing at this clinic? Typically in the new clinic that we open, which is a triad heart and vascular institute resistant hypertension clinic, we're looking for more of the difficult hypertension patients. Resistant hypertension is defined as persistence of the elevated blood pressure or the hypertension over 140 over 90 on medications, up to three medications that don't seem to be getting adequate control. Dr. Lewis, this sounds like a great program. How can someone be seen at the clinic? They can get a referral from their primary care. They can uh, call our office directly and ask for a a self-referral. They can listen to this podcast. That's awesome. Dr. Lewis, this podcast focuses on TriHealth's population health model of medicine, which strikes to keep people healthy and living better lives. How does maintaining one's heart health fold into the population health model? The whole idea of population health is the concept of not overspending on healthcare on treatable problems. And so when you look at the whole population and 46% of U.S. adults have hypertension, you can see this is not an individual problem as much as it is a population problem. So the better we address the whole community with ideas and with education, the better we're going to address the overall population's health and to keep people out of the emergency room. So hypertension is front and center. Drew, one final question for you. What would you tell patients who have questions or concerns about the health of their heart? I would say don't be afraid to speak to your PCP about heart-related issues. And if you are referred to a cardiologist, know that there is a large team of people with subspecialties that people that are not in the medical field can hardly even imagine. And that they're able to do remarkable things. When I think through my own family history, and I think of my grandfather died of a heart attack, my father had old school quadruple bypass that was a humongous invasive surgery in his life, and then multiple stents, how science has really progressed over that time. And I'm now in my 60s, and my blood pressure is under control, and my outcomes are just looking very different from those of, of the other men in my family. And so there's hope for really kind of conquering this thing through both medicine and I think lifestyle. And so that would be my, my word to folks is stay after it. Just keep trying. Dr. Lewis, as a final thought, what would you tell your patients who have questions or concern about the health of their heart? To sum up um, hypertension, especially patients that have difficult resistant hypertension, I think it's important to have a real strong relationship with your healthcare team. This is not a simple problem. It takes a lot of effort on both the medical team and the patient to make the change. But once you work together as a team, I think the results are pretty amazing. I want to thank you both for sharing your time with us today. And I want to thank our audience for tuning in to hear your story. You're welcome. Thanks, Drew. You're welcome. If our listeners are tuning in for the first time, I urge you to go to CincinnatiBusinessCourier.com. Go to the left menu bar and you will see a Partner Insights button, then the option for getting healthcare right. 
Click this and you will see over 25 past podcast episodes that cover the TriHealth population health journey, as well as virtual panel discussion on health equity. Thanks to TriHealth and thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading Getting Healthcare Right, presented by the Cincinnati Business Career and sponsored by TriHealth. To learn more, visit trihealth.com.